Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. Stand up for your country you know, all of us are living in a world where telling the truth has declined drastically. And in some places, it doesn't even matter anymore. For example, in a courtroom, uh, ask any lawyer and they'll just laugh. Perjury is uh, routine. Judges expected, lawyers expected, people are just going to lie under oath because nothing happens to them. Very, very rarely are perjury cases pursued unless you lie to an FBI agent or something like that at that level. But in a courtroom, civil or criminal, you lie, even if it's proved that you do, nothing will happen. All right. And in the media, it's the same thing. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So this is a terrible situation because once truth breaks down in any country, then the country itself starts to slide because you've got to have a realistic basis of what is real and what is not. Now, I'm going to give you two vivid examples. These are small ball. These are not important examples, but they're so in your face that I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. All right. The first one is last night on the Colbert program with CNN uh, host Don Lemon. 
Go. The word on the street is that you guys aren't allowed to be liberal anymore. Is that is that the case? I don't think we ever were liberal. What? Yes, I don't think we ever were. That's not me saying that. That's the people out there saying that he's not letting you be liberal anymore. Well, I, listen, I think that I think what Chris is saying is that he wants Republicans, sensible Republicans, he wants us to hold people to account, but he wants people to come on and feel comfortable with coming on and talking on, mm -hmm. on CNN and appearing on, on CNN. All right, so the guy just says, um, I don't think we were ever liberal. That's just... You're not even close. It's not debatable. The reason that CNN has destroyed itself is because it went to the far left progressive movement and uh, combined that with trying to destroy Donald Trump. And, and you can't have two cable networks doing the same thing, MSNBC and CNN, because the audience splits and there aren't enough people. And that's what happened. And so they brought in this guy, Chris, that's who he's referring to, uh, Lick. Um, to stop the liberal uh, bent, which he hasn't done, by the way, but to moderate it a little bit. And he has moderated a little, a smidgen, as they say, but not much. So Lemon, he sits there and he just um, says, well, it's never been liberal. Now, Lemon may believe that, but he's delusional. You see, that's not something that's debatable. It's overwhelmingly false, what Lemon just said. Okay, example number two comes from MSNBC about the border. Go. You know, we should not be perpetuating a conversation about a crisis that is a human drama, but that this United States is not being overrun, flooded by uncontrollable situations on the border. That's not happening in terms of tens of thousands of people trying to get no I do want to endorse maria's point absolutely about the fear-mongering there is no crisis at the border okay so again delusional i mean the pictures the stats more than five million um encounters with migrants uh since joe biden was inaugurated and perhaps a million or two more that have gotten in without any encounters uh, people in El Paso and Brownsville, Texas, and uh, there's a state of emergency in the state of Texas. I mean, it's just, and you got these people, and that's NBC. That's Comcast, NBC. They don't care. They know it's false, and there's nobody going to call them on it, but it wouldn't matter. You could go stat after stat after stat after stat after stat, and these people are not going to acknowledge the truth, because they have their truth, whatever that may be. Now, the danger here is, number one, cynicism. And Americans are now become so cynical about the media and politicians that, you know, you know, how do you know a politician's lying when his lips are moving? Right. I mean, we've all heard that. But also a lack of respect for our institutions, like the criminal justice system. All right, we, how can you respect a system that fosters lying, perjury, that won't punish it? You can't. I don't have any respect for the justice system in this country, none. Zero. Federal, state, local, I have zero respect for it. It's fallen apart. It's collapsed. And the media, I have even less respect for, as you know. That's why we do this independent broadcast, which is basically an honest 
portrayal of what happens in this country based on facts, provable facts. That's what we do. But again, uh, this, I don't see any counter to this. It's not going to happen in uh, the grade schools or the high schools or college or journalism schools. Or It's not going to happen. There are some honest people around, but they're not in the majority any longer. Certainly in corporate America, they are not in the majority. They will mislead you all day long for money. Okay, that's what you just saw. These people do that for money. Lemon and the other two, I mean, they say what they think the audience wants to hear for money. That's what they do. But again, it all comes back down to people believe what they want to believe. And if you are in that category, and I hope you are not, okay, then it's going to come get you. All right, if you are believing falsehoods, if you are living in a fantasy world, if you are indeed delusional, it's going to catch up. Life will catch up to you. So it's an important uh, Talking Points memo tonight. It affects every single one of us. Right now, I put our media on the par with the Russian media, Putin. Whatever Putin tells the Russian media to do, it does. It, you can't get any reliable information. You cannot get reliable information from the corporate media in this country anymore. And that's a memo. All right, President Biden's in uh, uh, Freeland, Michigan today, <laughs> telling everybody that the uh, economy is booming. Okay, this goes right back to what I just talked about. So the economy is not booming. Now, certain sectors, and maybe where he is, in a manufacturing place, maybe they're doing very well. Certainly, uh, companies are making money, some of them, but the economy's not booming. And everybody's worried about a uh, housing uh, market that may collapse. And if that happens, then it's depression. Not depression, recession. Okay, because once the economy um, in a big sector like housing goes south, then all the other vendors go south. So I hope it doesn't happen. I mean, we've gone through enough pain economically since Biden's been in office, but it could. But he's never going to tell you that. He's going to go, ah, the economy booming. I created this many jobs. I, I, I. And of course, he's starting from the pandemic when uh, everybody was out of work. And then he's saying he created all of those jobs that came back. I mean, it's just mind boggling. You know, I created the uh, phrase no spin zone and we have it patented. And this is the no spin news because it used to be that these people would just spin stuff. They wouldn't outwardly lie, but now it doesn't matter. They just lie. All right. COVID. Now, this is uh, very important to you, to me, to everybody. So as I told you yesterday, in my neighborhood here on Long Island, everybody's got COVID and the people are vaxxed. Right now, 68% of the American population is vaxxed somewhat against COVID, but only 15% have taken the third booster because they don't trust the CDC and Anthony Fauci. That's why they haven't taken the third booster. They don't know what the third booster is going to do. And they're looking at people who have got two boosters that got COVID. Maybe I know somebody who's got four shots that had COVID twice. And it's not being defined by the CDC. They don't define it. So if I take the fifth 
shot, what's that going to do for me? The only thing that I know is that if I get COVID, it's not going to be as severe. But even that, the data is pretty shaky on this fifth shot. So a few numbers, then we'll get to our guest who knows as much as this about this as anybody. So the daily average as of yesterday was up of COVID cases in America up 6% over two weeks. Uh, the testing positive up 18%. That's a big number. Hospitalization up 8%. Deaths up 6%, 90% over the age of 65. And again, uh, fully vaccinated U.S. adults, 68%. So now, there is a poll out today, economist poll, and it polls uh, 37% Democrats, Republican 27%. So it's a bogus poll. It's a phony poll. You know, more Republicans voted in the midterms than Democrats. So why are you doing it 10% down? Economist, because you're a, you want an outcome. I know what you're doing. Anyway, the uh, question was, in your opinion, uh, when do you think COVID will finally end? 32% say it will never end, COVID. Uh, joining us now uh, from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, is Dr. Justin Lessler, professor in the Department of Epidemiology. Oh, I said it. I didn't know I was going to be able to say that. Epidemiology at the University of North Carolina and a specialist in infectious disease. So um, are, are Americans wrong to be skeptical about this fifth booster or this third booster? That would be five shots. Are they wrong to be skeptical about it? I think they are. I mean, the evidence is pretty clear that your um, chances of having a severe negative, you know, severe negative outcome if you are infected with COVID goes down significantly on vaccination. And even after recent vaccination, whether or not it's this new booster or the old shot, but this bivalent booster is much closer to the strains that are circulating now, just like we have to update that flu shot every year. Um, it's much closer. It's gonna provide you better protection. Might not stop you from getting infected, but probably will stop you from getting into the hospital. Okay. You are basing your opinion on what data? On, on several pieces of data. So there is recent data out on the, um, that shows that the vaccine is effective, not quite as much as we had hoped, but has around a 40% um, effectiveness against uh, symptomatic uh, infection. All right, so wait, let me stop you. 40% effective. This comes from the Centers for Disease Control. Is that where it comes from? Um, yeah, I believe it was an MMWR report. Okay, so 40%, you know, that's that's not real encouraging. And there are a lot of anti-vaxxer people out there that, you know, don't trust the government, federal government, certainly don't trust Anthony Fauci, totally blown it. Um, but 40 percent is enough for you. Did you get the fifth? Did I you get absolutely the fifth got the fifth. You did. Have you had yes. COVID? I have had COVID. So what do you ascribe that to? If you were um, a responsible person, you got all the vaxxers but you still got COVID, did that disappoint you? I mean, it didn't disappoint me in the sense that it didn't make me think that the vaccine didn't work. I, you know, didn't get that sick. I did take Paxlovid to be um, extra safe, but um, I didn't get that sick. Uh, other people in my family who are vaccinated uh, got much less sick than me. And I think I attribute that to having that background immunity. You know, just like you don't want to go out and, you know, run a marathon without exercising, you don't want to have this virus without having some pre-existing immunity. 
and vaccines are the best way to get that pre-existing immunity, exercise that your immune system, and have you ready if you do unfortunately get infected. Okay. Was your case of COVID severe? Not really. No. no. So you think if you didn't have those vaxes, it would have been a lot worse? It would have had the potential to be. I mean, you only have to look at the uh, relative mortality rates among those who are vaccinated and those who are not, and in the pre-vaccination and post-vaccination era, to make it clear that the vaccine makes a huge, huge difference in your chances of having severe disease and dying. Okay. So, no, I'm, I, I'd flunk all your courses, uh, Professor. I'm not, that science and math are my worst. But from what you just said, getting these vaccines isn't going to stop you from getting COVID, but it's going to build up in you more resistance if you get it, so it's not going to be as harmful. Do I have it right? Mostly, yeah. It's going to help you at every point along the way. Right. It's going to reduce your chances of getting COVID in the first place, but not going to be completely um, make that a zero. It's going to reduce your chances of getting severe disease or going to the hospital. Also not making that a zero, but reducing it much more significantly. It's going to reduce your chances of dying. It's going to help every step along the way in protecting you. Do you ever worry about unintended consequences of the vaccines themselves that they could have? a deleterious effect on the human body that we don't even know about because these things were developed so quickly? Um, I'm not at this point, you know, early on, I think there may have been some reason, but you know, the number of people who've been received this vaccine is massive and we don't have a lot of adverse events. Do adverse events occur? Yes, absolutely. You know, just going back to that exercise metaphor, do people, you know, hurt themselves training for a race, doing their practice runs? Yeah, all the time. But they'd be fools to try to do the big race without exercising first. And it's the same thing when we come to vaccine. Okay. A couple of more questions for you. As I said, uh, where I live, a lot of COVID now. COVID, 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 COVID. All right. But there's a lot of flu too. So somehow this flu thing flew in here in the last three weeks or so. And now people got COVID, they got the flu. I don't know if you can get them both at the same time. Can you get them both? Um, I think it, it's less likely that you'll get them both. There's a little bit of um, cross protection there, but um, it's possible. Okay, so the flu, how bad is it in America right now in your estimation? We're having like at this point, what looks like a moderately bad flu season. Uh, but it's increasing fast, so we could have a pretty bad flu season. You know, part of what's going on here is because everybody was being careful because they were worried about COVID for the past couple years, we haven't seen a lot of flu. So that uh, baseline immunity, you know, that we have, um, you know, deteriorated a little bit, and uh, there's a more of an open playing field for the flu virus to, to have a big year. Now, so, I got my um, flu shot last week. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, throughout my life, I thought that flu shot has been effective for me. I have never gotten a flu in 20 years. Could I get the flu shot every, every year? Because it's worked for me. The COVID yeah. thing, I'm not quite sure about, but based upon your testimony today, I probably will get it uh, because I'm an old guy and, you know, I don't want to really check out with COVID. You know, take me out with something more glamorous than that. Um, but final word on this, 
it seems that this COVID thing will never end, as the polling indicated most people believe. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you mean by ending. You know, will the virus ever go away? No. It's going to keep evolving. It's going to keep escaping our immune system, most likely. It'll be like flu and come back year after year after year. My hope, and I think this is possible, is that we'll start having enough baseline immunity out there that it stops being a real public health threat. You know, the virus is still evolving fast. It's still escaping immunity pretty quickly, so it doesn't seem like we're quite there yet. But my hope is this, you know, falls way down the list of public health threats as we have more people being exposed through vaccine and natural infection over time. Yeah, this last question, this uh, wave we're seeing in China, and you can't get good information out of China. Um, This looks like um, as bad as it was in the beginning, and it may lead to uh, a serious repercussion for the Beijing government uh, because they're trying to, you know, lock everybody down. It's going to destroy the economy. People are getting killed, whatever it may be. So China looks like it's hasn't really improved itself since the first Wuhan strain of COVID. Yeah, I'm not um, up enough on the China situation to say for sure, but I I will say, you know, back when we were in the lockdown stage here, you know, people would ask me, like, when should this end? And I always would say, the question isn't when it should end, the question is what next? The, you know, what are we going to do next to combat the virus when, because we can't do this forever. And, you know, I think China, as yet, maybe yet to answer that question of what next. Yeah, I don't think they have a decent vaccine over there anyway. But again, you can't get any information. Okay, doctor, very instructive. Thank you for taking the time. We really appreciate it and stay strong. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Nancy Pelosi's got a uh, new documentary out on her. I love this. So it's going to go on HBO. Now, HBO is owned by Warner Brothers Discovery, which owns CNN. So you kind of get the picture what HBO is. So the documentary, which I guess is going to come out on December 13th, is being made by her daughter, Andrea Pelosi. So her daughter is getting paid by HBO to make a documentary about her mom. Wait, can I get this job? <laughs> um, so, okay. I guess we're going to know what that is. Now, I'll remind you, Bernie Goldberg, he quit HBO 
because he couldn't take the culture there, uh, the far left culture, which remains in place. Now, I, I want to get everybody clear. I don't care about Nancy Pelosi documentary. And, and her daughter, Andrea Pelosi, is a very good filmmaker, very left wing, but she's a good filmmaker. She knows what she's doing. And I don't care. The HBO wants to put it on. Fine. You want to watch it? Good. Am I going to watch it? No. Why would I? Why would I watch that? Am I going to learn anything? Okay. Disney. <laughs> These people. All right. Hot off their big bomb uh, movie uh, over the weekend. Of course, 180 million. They got 24 back over the five-day Thanksgiving break, which is a colossal bomb. Uh, and, you know, the movie's about gay dating and global warming. And I don't think five-year-olds are really interested. Call me crazy. So uh, the new CEO, who was the old CEO, Bob Iger, he has a meeting with all the Disney employees yesterday in Burbank, California. Now, we don't have any video of the meeting, which is very strange. Okay, very strange. Um, because some of this was virtual. You could have taken that video when you were watching, nobody would know. All we have is an anonymous report that here's what Iger said, quote, this company has been telling stories for 100 years, and those stories have had a meaningful positive impact on the world. And one of the reasons they have had a meaningful positive impact is because one of the core values of our storytelling is inclusion and acceptance and tolerance, and we can't lose that, unquote. Okay? All right, so that's not true. <laughs> if you look at Walt Disney's history of production making, very few progressive tenants and even fewer minority participants in the Disney storytelling. Now, I don't believe that Walt Disney was some racist or anything like that. I could be wrong about that, but I think he was just a man of his times. And that's just an, wasn't the industry now. But for Iger to say in a hundred years, we've been inclusive and we're the greatest company, it's a bunch of bull, okay? But again, nobody gonna challenge Iger. And the second thing is, it is this isn't about this Disney controversy isn't about inclusion and uh, acceptance and tolerance. It's not about that. It's about the Walt Disney Company going into politics in the state of Florida and opposing a law which passed in Florida that you are not to indoctrinate young children about gay stuff and transgender stuff and gender stuff. You're not, you can't do that in the public schools in Florida. It's, it's illegal. Disney opposed that. Though Disney, by opposing it, says, yeah, we want your six, seven, eight, nine-year-old to sit there and listen to all this transgender stuff and gay stuff. I mean, sane parents are going, no. If you want to help Disney, you sponsor an anti-bullying law. If you really want to help. But no, this is just virtue signaling. That's what these people do. So I said about a year ago when this controversy broke, I'm not doing business with Disney. And I'm still holding to that. Now, I'm not calling for a boycott. 
And if I had young urchins, because I did take them to the Disney properties when they were little kids, I would probably do that because the kids, it's a magical experience. It is still, and it remains so. Now, only rich people can go because Disney has raised the prices so high. If you're not affluent, you can't go. I don't know if that's inclusive. Think it is? Smart Life, easy one. Now, Smart Life, by the way, is our daily segment, and we have it on um, BillOReilly.com, where we live. And we have a whole bunch of stuff that you can see there that will save you money, help your life. Smart Life today, don't smoke. And when I see somebody smoking now, I, I go, what? Why would you do that? Why would you ingest something in your body that you know is going to hurt you? It's a matter of when, not if. So only 11%, according to Gallup, of the U.S. population smokes cigarettes. So you, you have the chewers and you have the cigar smokers, the pipe smokers. All of that is bad. And you'll suffer if you do it. Not right away, but you'll suffer. You'll be in pain. And it could take your life. Don't do it. But here's the kicker. Everybody's got that message. In 2003, ages 18 to 29, 35% of those young Americans smoked. Okay? Now, it's 8%. I mean, it's uh, 12%. I'm sorry. Now it's 12%. So drop from 35 to 12. And, you know, the younger Americans are the dopiest. <laughs> but even they say, mm, no. However, marijuana has increased dramatically smoking marijuana, okay? Putting it into your system and altering your brain. It's up to 26% of 18 to 49, of 29 Americans are smoking marijuana. <sighs> All right, look, I'm not the moral guy. I'm not doing this, uh, but it's bad for you. And if you go out of the house and you're stoned, it's bad for other people. Interesting. So 11% of Americans smoke cigarettes now. In Europe, it's 27%. Okay, if you've traveled to Europe, you know. They're sitting around a cafe. You, you know, get the little coffee and the little cigarette. So 27%. The worst for smoking are Greece. 42% of Greeks smoke. Bulgaria, Croatia, Latvia, uh, Romania, and France. They're the worst. And it costs a fortune to smoke cigarettes now, as you might know. All right, let's go to this day in history. So as you know, I have a best-selling book, and the sales are actually increasing after nine weeks in the marketplace. I got the Barnes & Noble report this morning, Killing the Legends, is streaking because it's a great Christmas gift. And Barnes & Noble reports every week, and, and week increased about 30% from week to week about Killing the Legends. Oh, anyway, one of the people that I zero in on is John Lennon uh, from the Beatles. So 59 years ago today, all right, November 29th, 1963, Right after the Kennedy assassination, by the way, 
just a few weeks after, the Beatles debuted their biggest selling single, Go. Boom, as the cliche goes. So, goes right to number one. I want to hold your hand. Stays there for seven weeks. Then is replaced by a song called She Loves You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the Beatles have Can't Buy Me Love, Love Me Do, A Hard Day's Night, I Feel Fine, Eight Days a Week, seven number one singles in a single year, 1964. Never happened before, it'll never happen again. All told, the Beatles have sold more records worldwide and in the USA than anyone else. And it was, I remember watching that. My sister, (laughs) two years younger than me, she went nuts. I was going, you know, I was a catchy tune. I liked the tune, but I'm not, why are we screaming here now? Usually she screamed when I took her doll or something, but anyway, that happened Um, November 29th, 1963. I want to hold your hand released by the Beatles in the UK. Subsequently, they came to the USA and everything blew up. Okay, so we want to go to the mail and a final thought that, again, just like the smart life is designed to help your life. And this one's really important as final thought tonight. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.
Okay, let's go to the mail. Susan Mosunik, San Bruno, California. I think President Trump is suffering from the disease of celebrity, much like those you write about in Killing the Legends, Bill. He is self-sabotaging. I wouldn't call this latest Kanye West and the other idiot um, self-sabotage. I don't think he even thought about it. Now, that in itself is a deficit. But I don't think he said, yeah, let's bring in Kanye and Nick Fuentes so that I, you know, get hammered by everybody. I, uh, no. But Donald Trump, in order to be competitive in the next presidential race, has to get it together, as the cliche goes. Discipline, discipline, discipline. Stephen. Can Trump realistically even garner enough votes to win the presidency in 24? Well, he's got to get 75 million, by my calculation. That's what he got last time, give or take. He's got to get 75 million. And the reason so many is because you're going to have 70 million vote against him just because it's him if he gets the nomination. That's what people don't understand. It's not going to be an issue campaign, just like the last one. Now, Biden's not going to be running, so it'll be some other Democrat running around spouting progressive tenants. But people aren't going to even listen. They're going, we hate Trump. We don't want Trump back. And so it's a real tough road for Donald Trump to get reelected. Janet Concierge member, which means that Janet has direct access to me and we keep all of Janet's correspondence with me confidential. Nobody sees it but me and Janet. Now, she posted this on a BillOReilly.com message board, and I'm not using her last name, so I can read that letter, but I wouldn't read, without her permission, a concierge letter, which often asks for advice. You are right on, Bill. Breaks my heart. I was in Houston for the history tour with you and Donald Trump, then saw it again in Dallas. Fabulous. What phenomenal accomplishments. And now, in just a couple of years, look at our country. Absolutely. But Trump, for some reason, doesn't want to run on his accomplishments. He wants to continue to be the controversial guy. Lawrence Peck, Plano, Texas. You know, I, I almost uh, lived in Plano. I was in Richardson, which is just south, when I worked in uh, Dallas as a reporter. My concern for the 24 election is that Trump does not get the Republican endorsement. It runs on a third-party ticket. Possible got the money to do it, that would destroy the Republicans' chances, no doubt. Somehow I don't think he will, but it's a guess. David, Bill, you stated the next, that the next year there will be dueling investigations with the Hunter Biden thing and the special counsel with Jack Smith. Won't there also be a committee investigating the impeachable conduct of Mayorkas? No. Never get a conviction. The Senate, Alejandro Mayorkas, head of ICE, head of the security of the United States. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, look, the guy doesn't know what he's doing. He screwed it up all day long. But in order to bring a valid impeachment, you've got to have a shot at a conviction. You won't have it in the Senate. So the Republicans would be very foolish to do that. Very foolish. Greg, you are right about people fearing to confront evil. No one wants to be a target. And evil seeming to be so well-organized and well-funded, 
How can a person fight that? But I can't turn away from what Edmund Burke said. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph in the world is that good men do nothing. Yeah, it's a great quote. And if you read my column, and I hope you all do, on evil on BillOReilly.com, evils, uh, it's not that evil's overwhelming the population. It's only about 15% of human beings, according to my calculations, are evil. But there's a lot of people who look away. Even in your own neighborhoods, your own towns, your own job place, you've got to protect yourself. I understand that. You've got to protect yourself. You can't be just going around going, you're evil, you're evil, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. That'll destroy you. But there are times when you're going to have to stand up. No doubt about it. Or we'll continue on this evil track. Doug Radunzel, Colorado Springs, premium member here. Thank you for covering the chaos at the southern border. Sadly, I suspect nothing will be done. Well, I don't think so. I, I think that the House certainly going to advance bills to uh, secure the border. They won't be signed into law because Biden wants an open border. And that's the truth. He wants an open border. But the momentum that the House will bring pointing out this catastrophe will help the situation. So in 24, just two short years away, okay, we may have, you know, by that time, there'll be another four million in here, maybe five. That's just the reality of our country. Joe Biden, Tommy Bergeron, Homa, Louisiana. I read in Parade Magazine that Sylvester Stallone read Killing the Mob as research for his new series, Tulsa King. Well, you know, I know uh, <clears throat> Mr. Stallone a little bit. He's a smart guy. He was smart to read Killing the Mob because he plays an organized crime gangster in Tulsa King, which I have not seen yet. I, you know, I got Paramount Plus, I got Apple Plus, I got Amazon Plus this. That I can't figure it out. I can't figure it out. But I want to see it, um, and I will. But um, thanks for pointing that out, Tommy. It was nice of you to mention that. Okay, um, BillOReilly.com, Christmas store, the best place to be, will save you a lot of money. I figure about 50% of your gift giving is on BillOReilly.com, Christmas holiday store. So these are not political gifts. These are Christmas ornaments. I love these things. They're really well done. You know, we went out of our way to make the Christmas ornaments um, very, very attractive, very moderately priced, and they really add to the tree. And then we have the mugs, stand up for your country. That's not a political slogan. That is a uh, patriotic slogan. And these are the best mugs ever. You've been hearing me talk about them for years, and I use them every day. And then we got the books. The books are non-political. You know, the whole killing series, we bundle it up, 12 of them. You can get that, or you can get three. As Sylvester Stallone got, you can get Killing the Mob. You can get Killing the Killers, Killing the Legends in one package. And $35 off that package. I mean, so I hope you go there. It helps us. It really helps us when you buy from uh, BillOReilly.com because we got to pay people and give them Christmas bonuses. I should have said that, but we are going to give them Christmas bonuses. The most important, though, gift you could give 
would be a premium membership to BillOReilly.com. And two reasons. If every one of our PMs and concierge members gave just one, we double our reach. And number two, when you give a premium membership, you can discuss what I do and say here. You know, it's fun. It's like watching the game and then you call up your friend and ah, you do the same thing. It's fun. And if you want to uh, develop a rapport with somebody or a closer friendship, this is the way to do it. And those are easy. So, and they're not expensive. So premium membership on BillOReilly.com. Gift. Okay. Word of the day, sophist. F S as in Sam, O-P-H-I-S-T. Do not be a sophist when writing to us. Back with a final thought in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. And I've I've said this before, but it's really getting to be critical mass now. Do not give your personal information to strangers. Don't do that. Okay, look, I get robocalls, you get robocalls. The more you give out your personal information, the more calls and, and stuff in the mail, don't do it. And the fraud is astronomical. They get your social security number, you're dead. There are thieves, this is, you know, legions of thieves operating on the internet. Don't give out your information. Now on BillOReilly.com, we do not sell our lists. Everybody else does, because they'll pay pretty good money for hundreds of thousands of names. Not us. We will not do it, because I know how harmful it is selling lists, because then you're going to be besieged by people you don't know or don't want to know. But you yourself, somebody calls you. I don't even take those calls. I won't even take them. Okay, I'm rude. But please, even to friends, don't tell them about your personal stuff unless you absolutely have to. It never is a positive, ever. Thank you for watching and listening to The No Spin News. Uh, We will see you tomorrow, and we'll cover that big USA-Iran soccer game. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief 
programs are expected to change. So get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.